Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Gerard Gibbert, your host, along with my good friend uh, Rhino, back in the Super Talk studios. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Uh, oh, what day is it? Hump day. Oh, heck, yeah, it is. We will guide you through the middle of this hump day with facts, fodder, and fine music. What a blast that was yesterday. Appreciate you, as always, taking care of things back here while we... We're uh, broadcasting live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. Uh, It's always such an honor uh, to be around these great warriors, these heroes, these folks who sign up to serve and serve their state, serve their country. The interview with uh, Mr. Geimanhart, if you didn't catch that yesterday, folks. So the 65th Infantry Division from World War II, which marched across the south of France and Germany, was trained at Camp Shelby. Took the train up to New York, loaded the troop transport vessels, went over to the European theater to serve our country, trained at Camp Shelby. And so they are returning this week those who they could find that remain, I think, six. And they're coming back... To uh, for a reunion, and the organizer of the reunion is the son of one of the members of the 65th, Mr. Gemeinhart. And I had uh, had the opportunity to see the exhibit featuring honoring the 65th in the Armed Forces Museum, and included a photo that was uh, on display on a little pedestal inside the glass exhibit. And it was of Mr. Geimanhart's parents, mother from Perry County. His father met her while training at Camp Shelby. They became husband and wife, and he is uh, their son. And when I asked him about the connection, I knew it before the, uh, the interview, having the privilege of... Uh, looking at that exhibit, uh, he got a little emotional. He got broken up, and understandably so. But gosh, that—I'll have to tell you that that was um, that was a, a poignant and magic moment for for me, certainly to have the honor of sitting in that chair and and talking to Mister Gemeinhart and and watching him react that way. Um, honestly, I didn't know what to do other than just let him process it and consume it, and he did fantastic. But I'll have to admit, we were around the end of the segment, 
I had to step into the restroom, kind of wipe my eye. It it uh, impacted me, overcome with emotion. But gosh, so the as you recall, he and the historian for the 65th shared of the sixth six that are returning for the reunion. The youngest is 93. The oldest, I think he said, was 103. Is that incredible? That's just so. These uh, these brave soldiers, warriors that went off to the, this crazy World War II, so many lost. They're aging, obviously, and they're dying out, and there are not many left. And as far as I'm concerned, they're 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 walking heroes, and they're uh, such great representatives of the best of America. And, of course, the subject of Tom Brokaw's famous book, The Greatest Generation. But anyhow, I, I just had to share that. I, I'm not sure if our audience that was uh, tuned in, uh, that's listening today, could detect Mr. Gemeinhardt's emotional response. But uh, And it was, of course, completely understandable. It's his father and his mother. And to be honored and featured like that at that photo with their lives in front of them before he was even a twinkle in their eye, and, and his father in his in his uh, his dress uniform, and it was a wedding picture, and his mother in the her her wedding outfit. That was just so cool. If uh, you missed the conversation, it's uh, cut up and put together over on the YouTube. So you just go to super go to YouTube and search for Super Talk Mississippi, and you can find it there. Thank you, Rhino. Appreciate that. He did a fantastic job, though, uh, talking about the reunion, but. Again, uh, that Armed Forces Museum at Camp Shelby, what a treasure that is for the great state of Mississippi. It is fantastic. If you haven't been there, folks, you've you got to make your way down there. And while I'm not a fan of, of um, I- any sort of government requirements uh, to, to, uh, of school children um, at the state level, I, I'm, I'm more for local uh, government and, and local policymaking. I'm almost at the point where maybe we ought to make it a requirement for every student in K-12 schools. It, I don't know what the appropriate age is, but to take a field trip. If if it's not a requirement, at a minimum, I'm encouraging you to do so and schedule it. I think you would get so much out of it, especially with the focus uh, in the museum on Mississippians who served in all the various conflicts, and it's just it's fascinating. So, anyhow, uh, you know, we got that Thanksgiving coming up here pretty soon. Oh, yeah, it's sneaking up on us. Hard to believe, uh, but you, you might want to think about your finances before you go shopping. Balance your... the checkbook before you go. <laughs> Turkey prices, it is reported, are up 41%. I've seen reports on it, but I've also been to the grocery store, and I haven't noticed a marked difference in the turkeys. Okay. I have seen higher prices on just about everything else, so maybe I just missed the cheaper turkeys. Yeah, that could be. Well, that's from the Wall Street Journal. Um, turkeys up, cranberries, yams, sweet potatoes also traditional. Again, it's average, so it's forty up 40% yeah. average, so if I'm not seeing any change, that means to average it out, somebody out there is looking at 80% increase. That's true. And and the journal says it's primarily driven by the increase in grain prices. Grain, of course, used to 
to feed the stock, feed the uh, the turkey crop. Um, also, it's cold in a lot of part of the country around Thanksgiving. Not so much here. It's, it's usually fairly mild. But heating oil up 115%. And it just seems to me like the Biden administration is more consumed with climate change and pronouns and transgender rights and just oblivious and still doubling down. But this inflation thing is starting to be real money. So there's a report out this morning, if you haven't seen it, folks, that inflation hit a three-decade, three-decade, that's 30 years, high for the month of October, up 6.2% year-over-year, an annual rate, 6.2%, highest in 30 years. Now, we we are continuously told by the Biden administration, it's transitory. This is because our policies have propped up and boosted the economy so much. We just have record demand. People are just doing so well and have all this disposable income and money, and, and they're buying everything up, and that's driving the price up. There's certainly some truth to the fact that all the helicopter money they drop on the nation is, uh, is is now coming home to roost, as they say, because it's more cash in the in the monetary system, and that deflates uh, the value, devalues, I should say, the currency. So, just doing a little mental math, so it could be way off, but with the current rate of inflation, we're losing a penny on a dollar about every thirty days. That's how it works. That's how it works. Now, I did fill up uh, my vehicle yesterday en route, or day before, en route uh, to the hub city, Hattiesburg. I think that's the highest I've ever paid for a gallon of gas in Mississippi that I can remember. Now, price I remember paying in Florida. I took a trip to Florida in the middle of the gas crunch under Obama, and I remember paying four seventy something a oh, gallon in Florida there. I've never hit the $4 mark. That so. was not fun, driving a Jeep. No, I bet. Thank goodness it was manual. <laughs> yeah, so you can kind of kind of work it a little bit. Yeah, you can work it a little bit to to uh, optimize the use of gas. Well, the the core price, the so called CPI core price in in index, which actually in, excludes food and energy, it climbed four point six percent, but overall uh, inflation. Uh, where all commodities are measured. That came in at 6.2%, and that ain't good. So I don't know what old Joe's going to do about that. He's supposed to be visiting some stores, I think, and uh, maybe some docks or something around the Washington area, Maryland, and so forth. That'll help. Yeah. Honestly... I don't think they have a clue. Or a having plan. a hard time getting stuff unloaded at the docks. Let's bring in all the Secret Service and grind it to a halt. <laughs> exactly. We'll step aside for a break here on Middays. We'll come back with more talk. we got Captain Dennis Stevenson and Captain Chris Turnipsey for the Mississippi Highway Patrol in at 11.05. Aaron Rice at 12.05. Middays will return. I'm not worried. I'm happy. 
employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you, too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Albritton's Jewelers. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Dream, the new degree of comfort. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. The corner of my eye, I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. We're back with you here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi on this hump day. All right, so you remember a few weeks ago we talked about the uh, 
Biden nominee to regulate banks. That would be the comptroller of the currency is the official title. Well, (laughs) the uh, most striking and disturbing report concerning this nominee is, uh, (laughs) by the way, she's a Cornell Law professor, Saul Omarava is her name. And if you listen to the show when we first exposed her a few weeks ago, she has a vision for transforming our economy. She wants to centralize investment and banking. Now, let's be clear. The word centralize to someone such as uh, the professor means government controls it. Central is is the key word there that always refers to central planning, which is the key core tenet of socialism. So essentially she wants to nationalize and eliminate the private banking industry, meaning your bank account would be held, managed, operated by the federal government. Okay, no more banks. This is the nominee for the controller of the currency, the person who the president has nominated to regulate the private banking sector wants to get rid of the private banking sector. She also has some thoughts on the energy sector. Correct. That's where I was going. You got it? Thank you. And firms that are in transitioning. And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change, right? At least we want them to go bankrupt. We want to put them out of business. We want people to lose their jobs. We want people not to have a way to get around, to heat their homes, to produce the goods and services we need to live. Which proves the tinfoil hat people's claims right that the new Green Deal is nothing but punitive. No question. Oh, but don't worry, because Joe is a moderate. Right. This is the controller Joe of the currency. Joe barely knows where he is. I agree. That's becoming more clear by the day. This really bothered me. The uh, So... This audio we just played, that just recently surfaced. This information about uh, her once she was nominated and her her history, which, by the way, in grad school, she wrote a paper entitled The People's Ledger. What does that sound like to you? Sounds to me like the People's Republic of China, which is a, a really veiled misnomer for dictatorship, tyranny, authoritarianism, communism. That's what that is. The people's ledger. Why is she a professor at Cornell? Who the hell would send their kid to go learn that garbage and pay a bunch of money for it? That's just mind-boggling to me. So... (laughs) And there's okay, there's even a few Senate Democrats that's being reported. They've expressed some concerns. <laughs> concerns. 
She wants... She wants the Federal Reserve and the National Investment Authority would have a governing board, this new organization she wants to create, the let me back up, the National Investment Authority, NIA. They would provide banking and investment services to industries and projects, but they would become the asset manager, like a venture capital firm. That's what she envisions. Except it wouldn't be run by private individuals. It would operate on behalf of the collective. That's in her paper. Oh my gosh. The federal government is in a position to make the kind of decisions she has because it doesn't have to worry about financial losses. Now think about that. There's no possibility of failure. Imagine your life. No chance of failure. How worthless would you be? We're headed in that direction now. So I don't, to mediocrity. Uh, exactly. So the president, the Democrats, they have an economic plan. Now, we've talked about the kitchen table issues. You think this 6.2% inflation figure, which we're really starting to see? It's actually uh, impacting the kitchen table. I think that's what they're talking about, the kitchen table. How to make ends meet. How to reshuffle the budget what they can do, what they can't do, uh, what they can afford for Christmas, maybe a vacation, maybe shoes for the baby, literally, what the Thanksgiving dinner is going to look like. That's what they're talking about. Not pronouns. Not getting rid of the oil industry. Their plan, it's real simple. We've witnessed it in full color, right? lock everybody down, spend trillions of dollars to kind of keep the economy propped up, pay people not to work, and institute mandates to make it even harder to maintain your job. That's the Democrat economic plan. And magically, all all glee will break out, right? We'll all be prosperous. We'll all be happy. That's, they literally think that. Lock them down, spend a bunch of money, pay them not to work, and oh, put some mandates out there. That's just wrong. So that's what happens when we have people in Washington who, A, don't understand fundamental economics, but more importantly, they don't understand human nature. They think people are sitting around the kitchen table talking about pronouns. Wringing their hands over climate change. Unbelievable. This is the controller of the currency nominee. It's totally insane. By the way, we had a text here from Tina on the ceasefire text line. Join the conversation, 601-879-4395. Said she just bought turkey 40 cents a pound. But Dustin uh, from Walnut says turkeys at Walmart and Boonville were 89 cents a pound. Double. Pretty big difference. So you kind of wonder if perhaps there was uh, some inventory at the lower price location that was still finding its way through the uh, through the system to be sold at the retail level, and perhaps in, at the Walmart and Boonville, as Dustin reports, that's more recent inventory. Look, the fact is, the stuff's more expensive. There ain't no question about that. Everything is. Everybody feels it. Everybody sees it. That's the other thing. They keep telling us that none of this is a thing. 
There's no problem at the border. Inflation's transitory. It's not really a thing. It's because the economy's doing so great. And all these problems that Americans are dealing with, they keep telling us, are just non-problems. Joe's got it. Relax. But people can see, and they can feel, and they can hear. They have innate human senses, and they discount that. That's discounting, and they think we're all stupid, of course. And I think it's going to burn them. But gosh, can you imagine serving in government, being nominated to serve in a high-level position in government, and testifying that, I sure hope they go bankrupt. I can't even comprehend it. Because it wouldn't have happened a decade ago. I think that's right. So we keep lurching further. But we were electing Joe because he's a moderate. He's going to temper all that. And what we've witnessed is just the opposite, is total capitulation to the left. The plan, the plan is obviously not going to work. <laughs> you can't just keep dropping money, issuing mandates, locking people up. That was the plan. We're paying the price for that now. Now we got this $1.2 billion, trillion, excuse me, trillion, infrastructure bill. It appears the state of Mississippi is going to receive about $4.6. Honestly, folks, we got so much money, I don't know that they can figure out what the hell to do with it. We still got leftover CARES Act money. That's over a year ago. We can't figure out how to spend all that. We got the rescue plan Biden signed off on in February. We hadn't even gotten that $1.8 billion, and we've heard our state leaders talk about their ideas on that. Now we got another $4.6. Then we ought to have gold-plated roads before it's all over with. I don't think it's a good idea. It's helicopter money. I don't think it is. We'll step aside for a break right here. We'll come right back. we got some tickets to give away later on in the show, too. Middays shall return. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 73. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 59. For your Veterans Day, a 90% chance of rain, high near 73. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 69. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? 
Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one- and two-bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6131. Do you suffer from daily joint pain? Capital Ortho's team of board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are specifically trained to help you say goodbye to joint pain forever. With same-day appointments, our knowledgeable physicians are here to deliver immediate and accurate results. Why wait? Don't live with joint pain any longer. Give Capital Ortho a call today at 601-987-8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com. Let Capital Ortho help you say goodbye to joint pain and get you back. Back to living your best life. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Biloxi High student has been arrested for bringing an unloaded gun to school Tuesday. Just two weeks ago, another student brought a loaded gun to school in a backpack. And in October, two students were reportedly playing with an unloaded gun at a bus stop. Enhanced security measures already put in place will continue. That includes the use of metal detectors. And a man accused of shooting Clay County Deputy Kyle Eaves during a more than five-hour standoff is facing new charges. According to WCBI, Tommy Gandy is charged with 11 counts of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer, one count of burglary, and one count of attempt to commit an offense. Gandy is being held in the Clay County Jail. Eaves is recovering at home after the bullet grazed his head. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. He doesn't accept the narrative. He 
questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you When I go out Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you If I get drunk Well, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you And if I have a we thank you so much for joining us on Middays. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. By the way, we'll be broadcasting the Gallo Show, Middays, and Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be up at uh, Ole Miss this coming Friday for... Joining the party. Yeah, exactly. For the Banking and Finance Symposium. That'll be at the Oxford Convention Center. Looking forward to that. That's this coming Friday. Gallo Middays and Sports Talk Mississippi. And then the big A&M game coming up with uh, game day coming to Oxford on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Should be a good time. And hopefully we can uh, pull out the victory there. 601-879-4395. Just looking at a a couple of published summaries of uh, this $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill and gosh there's just I don't get all the broadband stuff having been in that business there's 42 billion dollars of of connectivity grants broadband equity access these uh, of course grants are designed to uh, expand access in so-called underserved areas, digital equity grants, gosh, to, to develop digital equity plans. Every time I see that equity word, I just get told you. Digital wallet. equity. I, I have no idea. What, what the hell, the hell is digital I equity? I don't know. Everybody gets the same number of thumbs up on their Facebook post? <laughs> digital equity competitive grant program. No idea. If you're not getting enough Twitter likes, you can apply for this grant for digital equity. <laughs> we'll hire bots to like your crap. Unbelievable. Um, affordable Internet, you're going to see, I think, subsidized Internet. Golly. Just digital discrimination. It, it's just it's so much. And just looking at the bullet points of uh, the various buckets of money, cybersecurity and investment in that, we're dramatically behind in that area. That's not a whole lot of money. I see that as a worthy investment to protect our digital assets. I'm, I'm for that. I think that's a security issue uh, in, a, in just a security matter as much as anything. 
But there's just, golly, it's just all sorts of stuff. But you, you know that by the time it filters down, gets scrubbed and manipulated, and everybody puts their fingers in the jar, who knows what comes out? That's, that's the concern. As we've said so many times, when there's big government money, there's usually big waste, fraud, and abuse. And so that's, that is certainly a, a cause for concern, as, as are all these programs. There's improvements to water in, infrastructure, electric grid security, $24 billion to improve the resilience of the electric grid. Energy cybersecurity, $500 million. Golly, carbon capture infrastructure. Of course, you remember the per-mile fee test? That would be uh, a test that would be, lev- uh, excuse me, a, a tax that would be levied on your the number of miles you drive. That is a pilot program that is designed to test the concept. That absolutely is in there. Meanwhile, in Canada, Trudeau wants to limit the amount of, what did he call it, carbon something. It's basically credits that you get that you can use to burn carbon for your footprint. And uh, if you go over that, you'll be penalized. Yeah. So they're just limiting how much you can move. Yeah. And and I, I guess you can sell your excess and others can buy it, right? That's. Uh, I doubt Trudeau would be that willing to uh, damage the fragile environment by selling the credits. Well, that was actually, believe it or not, an Obama idea. The uh, He did never ever, ever pass. Once, he, of course, he spent all his political capital, and, and while the Democrats were in control, they ran through Obamacare and the card check and the carbon credit idea. Which, which he hatched back in 2008. It never got any legs. Union card check, because they lost the House, everybody remembers, in 2010, in the what he termed as a shellacking, which you got to believe that's coming up again. Another shellacking. And I think it's just because they're tone deaf and not willing to accept and acknowledge that climate change, which seems to be the number one issue to this administration, is not the number one issue to hard-working American families, as they say. That's not what they're talking about at the at the kitchen table. And it shouldn't be. Americans should not be punished for the excesses of Russia and China. Agree. You don't see a lot of that. And in fact, what we see is the Biden administration shutting down as much as they can, limiting and encouraging uh, production, limiting and discouraging, I should say, production of oil and gas in this country, yet they're pleading with OPEC to step up production to relieve Americans. Now, how dumb is that? And the folks on the left say, this is totally about demand. They fail to consider the other side of the fundamental economic equation, that being supply. And the fact is, we're producing about 2 million barrels a day less than we were pre-pandemic. And that's not really ramping up at the speed expected, because you're signaling to those in the industry, like this goofy communist controller of the currency nominee, we hope you go bankrupt. Who's going to go 
take risk and invest and build out and expand in an industry where a regulator says, we want to make you bankrupt. I mean, that's just insane to not think that words do matter when they come from people in control. And folks are paying attention. We talked about Exxon canceling two gigantic projects overseas that would have oil as a global commodity. It would have increased the global supply, thus reducing the uh, the overall price. It, it is uh, very very much um, influenced by that. Reacts to that as it should. That's that's just classic demand supply economics. Anyhow, that. The messaging coming out says, no, 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 we're shifting away. And you just wonder if the progressives in Washington and those that are all over this, are they quietly celebrating the pain Americans are experiencing in paying for gas and energy? You wait till this heating oil thing, when it gets cold this winter, starts impacting the deep blue states in the Northeast. I think you're going to see some squawking about that. Already, this guy's poll numbers are in the tank, 38%. But Kamala, I don't know that I could sleep at night, honestly, if I were the sitting vice president, knowing that 28% of the people in this country approve. And they're just, meaning, meaning of course, 72% disapprove. And you got to wonder, who the hell are the 28%? How could you feel good about your performance, your, yourself as a person, knowing that you couldn't get, couldn't even get a third of the country? Joe's sitting at about a third, right, as the president, and he dismisses it, essentially that, and the whole, all the Democrats do, just dismiss it that, well, they, just, they don't know, and we're just all dumb. We can't see, we can't feel, we don't look at our bank account. We had uh, someone here on the ceasefire text line, where is it, Rhino, that sent us a photo of the gas pumps, I guess, uh, that they just experienced or they uh, were exposed to. Oh, yeah, it was from the 601. There's one where uh, it's got a sticker of Biden doing the finger guns, pointing at the price, going, I did that. That's all me. <laughs> and another one in between the diesel and the Supreme in the little blank space there with a Let's Go Brandon sticker. I got you. Well, I I agree. And, and I, you know, they can try to spin it. It's just a fact. This is just how people think. And it's not wrong. We have a saying in the sales business, perception is reality. The perception is whoever's in the White House is making me poorer. That's just how people look at it. They're making me have to have these hard conversations at the kitchen table, and it ain't climate change or pronouns. And they point directly at the White House, their frustrations. That's just how people operate. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's the reality. So keep spinning, folks. Keep ignoring Democrats. Keep dismissing, and you'll find yourself out of work. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come back. Don't forget, foreigner tickets later on in the program. Got a good show lined up as well. Aaron Rice at 12.05. Stay with us. Every time I look around, it's in my face. 
This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 95 to 116.14. May cotton was up 88 to 114.39. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade January soybeans were up two cents to twelve fourteen per bushel. March soybeans were up one and three quarters to twelve twenty five and a half per bushel. December corn was up seven and three quarters to five sixty two and a quarter per bushel. March corn was up seven and a half to five seventy one and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, February live cattle was up a nickel to one thirty six seventy five. April live cattle was down fifteen to one forty ten. January feeders down one fifteen to one fifty eight sixty five. March feeders down one ten to one fifty nine ninety two. And at the open, the Dow Jones was down fifty three points, thirty six thousand two sixty five. I'm Dixon Williams, and it's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships, active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Trust will say nothing to no one, no how we bust and never crack a smile or flinch or cry for nobody. We're back with you here on Middays. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Lots of text rolling in on the ceasefire text line. We so appreciate you joining the conversation. 601-879-4395. That's the text line number. You know, just looking at a summary of the provisions of this bill, which, of course, passed on over the weekend, right? Uh, the word equity... It's just like all over it. Equity, equity, equity. And I, I get, I got to tell you, I just get leery every time I see that bill, uh, that word, excuse me. And But that's all over it, man. It's the, the climate change section is massive, and equity is just all over that. Already we're hearing Buttigieg talk lot, a lot about restructuring the nation's roadways to be more equitable and and literally to better serve the minority and underserved populations. I, I'm still trying to figure out how highways are, are racist. I'm struggling with that concept. Uh, I actually went down that rabbit hole after I saw his asinine comment that bridges are racist. Yeah. His claim, and the claim from the New Yorkers that are behind him on this, is that some old racist way back when built the bridges too short for buses to keep brown and Puerto Rican people off the beaches. you got to be kidding me. That's their claim. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. So because the bridge can't support a bus going underneath it, it's racist. To keep them off the beaches. I... Yeah. That's the only way you can get to the beach, I guess, is on a, Apparently. On a bus. And the, the bridge he's talking about is a bridge in a parkway where the bridge was designed to be aesthetically pleasing and not necessarily be a commercial bridge. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Because they're all over because the place. Because it's a parkway. It's a way through the park. Yes. Correct. It's supposed to look pretty. They put berms and hills and trees to keep you from seeing the roads around it. Unbelievable. Well, they're also... But that's racist. It just... It, it bears repeating. If everything is racist, then nothing is racist. It, the, the idea, the effort to combat discrimination and true bona fide racism in this country is grossly diluted with stupidity like that. The elections last week, it was the white supremacist, even a black female who got elected, 
as the lieutenant governor of the state of Virginia, the Commonwealth of Virginia. She's the face of white supremacy. They said it about Larry Elder. Because she happens to be pro-Second Amendment, you're naturally a white supremacist if you support the Second Amendment. I just don't think this is working anymore. We played that clip yesterday. How great was that of James Carville saying these people need some woke therapy? I think Carville's right. He gets it. How about this? $500 million in this infrastructure plan from the general fund for a healthy streets program to deploy cool pavements and expand tree cover. $250 million from the highway fund for grants to reduce congestion in the busiest metro areas. Okay. I'm still stuck on cool pavement. I swear that's what it says. Cool pavements. This is Little River Band, cool change. We need to fire that up here in a little bit. Uh, I don't know. That's that's what it says here in the bill. Does the pavement wear shades and smoke marble? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you shine sunlight on any darker surface, it's going to retain heat. Uh, I thought that's... Just one of the laws of physics, I guess, or physical properties. I that's why they were putting solar panels in the roads to suck up that heat. That's true. Gosh, it's just $570 million for ferry boats and terminal facilities. Uh, a whole bunch of money to Amtrak, which hadn't made money in decades. We're going to dump more in it. In fact, I've seen Democrats say the goal is for Americans to, to ditch their vehicles and literally travel anywhere in the country via train. And here's what they say. They can do it in Europe. Oh, you know, like France, which is what? Maybe half the size of Mississippi. I don't know. It ain't very big. About the size of Ohio, I think. Okay. But well, still, it's asinine. It right. comes from naivete and uh, a life spent within the confines of a metropolis, never actually seeing real grass or trees. I just think that's true. Grass coming up through the cracks and trees and the little holes they're designated for. Uh, we'll take a break right here. Super Talk News, Fox News. When we return, Captain Dennis Stevenson, Captain Chris Turnipseed from the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Annual inflation hit a 30 year high, 6.2% in October. Last month, the consumer price index was up 0.9%. Economists have been predicting a decades-high reading on the CPI, with supply chain shortages at the same time as increased demand pushing prices higher. The job market continued to improve last week. The number of people filing unemployment benefits for the first time declined to 267,000 to pandemic low. Fox's Jenny Casola. President Biden's heading to Delaware for former Governor Ruth Ann Minner's funeral and then to Baltimore for a speech on infrastructure. President Biden will highlight $17 billion to upgrade ports as part of the bipartisan infrastructure bill when he visits the port of Baltimore this afternoon. The White House says those investments will help strengthen the supply chain and ease ongoing bottlenecks. Fox's Jared Halpert. America's listening to Fox News. 
Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As many are preparing to honor America's Veterans Thursday, historian Jim Hansen has devoted countless hours to researching the 65th Infantry Division, which was activated at Camp Shelby in 1943. Hansen explained to Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi that while their history was distinguished, it was short-lived. The Battle of the Bulge and some of the other developments of the, you know, the Ardennes Offensive, they sprang that on us and it was a big surprise and we lost a lot of men over in the European theater. They ended up pulling upwards of 1,200 officers and up to as many as I've heard 12,000 enlisted men out of the 65th Division before they even went over to Europe and as a result they had to pull in thousands of men that never trained with the 65th. Hansen said they have identified over 50 survivors of the 65th, six of whom will attend a reunion this week in Hattiesburg. I'm Andy Davis. From tablets to drones, even tractors with their own computers. As a farm family of Mississippi, we use the latest technology to get the most out of our land. Growing acres of rice, soybeans, and corn. These digital tools help us map out where to plant and harvest. They manage our farmland from a bird's eye view and even tell us the right amount of water to use. It's a smarter way to farm, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year, we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. According to Oxford Police, they have seen 10 overdose deaths since January of this year. But fortunately, 16 overdose victims have survived. Most of the cases are caused by 30 milligram Percocet, which are pressed with fentanyl and have the same identical markings as real pharmaceutical markings. If you have information about someone selling or possessing product to manufacture illegal or counterfeit narcotics, please contact your local authorities. And over $4 billion will flow into Mississippi over the next five years from the infrastructure plan. 
Over $3 billion will be used for highway programs, $225 million for bridge replacement and repairs, $99 million for airport improvements. But when it comes to the $51 million for expansion of an electric vehicle charging network, Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell had this to say. There's a particular electric vehicle charger I stop at, grab a cup of coffee in Grenada, probably once a week. For the last two years, I've never seen anybody charge an electric vehicle. I'm Andy Davis. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde Deschamp, EMS board representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. Tune in to, to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. It's a dynamic, highly valued job. And get as a paramedic, you can join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. And join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit to MSJ's Richard Gibbert for a complete listing of community colleges on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two, middays with Gerard Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. Joining us now, also in the studios, Captain Dennis Steverson, Director of Mississippi Highway Patrol Motor Carrier Division, and Captain Chris Turnipseed, Director of MHP Public Affairs Division. Captains, uh, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, so we wanted to, to visit with you today about the Troopers and uh, Truckers program. Uh, Captain Stevenson, you were just talking to me about that off the air. Explain what this program is all about. Yes, sir. It's a program that we created through the federal government uh, in 2013. And basically what we promote, safe operation of commercial vehicles on the highways of the state of Mississippi. Uh, it's a very good program. Uh, it allows us to uh, get a on hands uh, look at uh, erratic driving. Uh, one of the things that we do is partnership with trucking companies, ride along with the driver uh, to monitor traffic as they travel up and down the highways of the state of Mississippi. Hmm. So, do you have to get permission from the carrier to do that? Yes, sir. Uh, we have a good relationship with the Truckers Association, Mr. Sure. Al Miller and, and those people. Yeah. And, uh it's about keeping a good relationship, and uh, we have had no problem uh, in uh, accomplishing our task. Yeah. So what what do you typically find, the the patrolmen that uh, ride along with them? 
Well, it's twofold. We're watching uh, commercial drivers uh, looking for those that are not paying attention, such as being on their phones or doing something that might distract their driving. And we're also uh, looking at uh, passenger vehicles, uh, speeding around commercial vehicles, cutting them off. You know, any erratic driving, that's what we're focusing on. Yeah. When you when you do the observation, you ride along, do you then go back to the carrier's and, and talk to them about uh, some of these things so that they can improve their training and, and uh, maybe even talk to those drivers that are, are committing some of these infractions or could improve, I should say. Yes, sir. One, one, another thing that is very vital, uh, we're required every month to do safety training uh, targeting commercial companies. And our goal is to go in and educate them on safety because many companies already have a safety program uh, but we uh, try to enhance that by going in and talking to them how uh, about safe driving, things that our inspectors are seeing on a day-to-day basis that might improve their safety ratings and help us, uh, you know, keep a safe operation on our highways. So when you do that, uh, Captain, do, do they then amend or adjust and uh, enhance their training, their internal training often? Is it based on that feedback to make it better? Well, from our experience, uh we have been going. We have gone from asking to them calling us. Okay, and so that's good. Uh, we see that it's working, and and a lot of times when we go into these companies or to these places, uh, they they appreciate us because some of the things that we talk about uh, they hadn't even thought of. Sure, and so uh, it's been a very good program. Are you? Uh, collaborating with other um, state trooper organizations uh, just to share information, knowledge share, if you will, a knowledge transfer, they find something like new things. I'm sure you, you learn things all the time. You're, you're talking about how you try to pass that on and um, enlighten the, the truckers on that. Do you learn stuff from other states as well? And you share stuff, best practices, if you will, that you guys figure out and you share with other states. Yes, sir. Uh, we uh, fall under CVSA. Uh, commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance, who have conferences throughout the state. Okay. Uh, three countries, United States, Canada, and uh, New Mexico. And uh, we all come together and talk about updated uh, uh, training, updated equipment that will aid a- in our promoting safe operational vehicles. And so we're learning uh, from all different states. And, and you'll find out that even though we have the same goal, uh, the methods, uh, you can really learn to enhance what you're doing in your own state. Yeah. So everybody hopefully shares this information, gets gets smarter, imp- improves their practices and their their standards, and then you pass that on to the truckers, and it makes it all better. Yes, sir. And, and they're constantly sending out uh, updated safety briefings that we share, uh, even uh, with uh, local agencies and other state uh, agencies in, in our state, you know, because we can't do it without each other. You know, it's a collaborative thing, as you stated. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we have been so successful on is, is reaching out to other agencies, local shared departments, uh, allowing them, uh, letting them know when we are going to be in their county and see how they can, uh, you know, help us out. So yeah. it's been a it's been a real good uh, partnership. Are you are you tracking any kind of results? Uh, any any kind of uh, data that would show that yeah, because of these efforts, we're we're seeing uh, fewer problems, fewer crashes, whatever the case may be on on the roadway. Well, if you look back just four or five years, you know we have gone uh, uh, 
with uh, a commercial vehicle accidents are decreasing, uh, fatalities are decreasing. You know, we wish we can say that we had a zero fatality rate, but that's, sure. that's not the case. But we have seen a trend. Uh, as a matter of fact, the feds just uh, gave us attaboy for really stepping up in southern Mississippi, I mean Harrison and Jackson County, where the fatality rates has tremendously decreased. And, hmm. and so they're asking us to focus our attention a little more from uh, central Mississippi, which is Jackson, and going north. So we have seen uh, that this program has been a tremendous success. And... Uh, you know, and, and like I say, uh, as we move forward, uh, we're planning to implement more things to to try to help us. What kind of reaction do you get from from the drivers themselves? Do they do they like someone sitting there observing, or do they put push back on that? Well, I guess they know they're not the target that day because we're <laughs> in the vehicle with them. So I can imagine uh, a truck driver looking over and seeing a trooper riding with another truck. Looking at you, cause reaction. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. You know they're not able to get on the CB as we're so accustomed <laughs> to and say, "Hey, look out!" You know. Uh, so, but. Uh, most most drivers, I would say 90% of the drivers that are out there want uh, safety, and they want sure. to, uh, you know, travel up down the, the road. You know, no one wants to do something that might cause someone to be injured or lose their life. Yeah. And, and so they embrace that. And uh, like Captain say, sometimes it, it's comical, you know, to sit there and chat. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like us giving out our... Uh, secrets. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yes, sir. Uh, what about the troopers? Did, uh, did they uh, undergo similar safety training? Is it is is some of what you're doing for the commercial drivers? I'm I'm not sure if there's some difference there. Uh, obviously, troopers do things that commercial drivers and the rest of us can't to to, to uh, perform their duty. But are some of the safety standards and measures, are they kind of lifted from that which you guys have been training troopers to do for a long time? Well, well safe driving is a pretty much a standard no matter what behind sure. what vehicle you're in, whether yeah. it's, you know, obeying the speed limit, uh, wearing the seatbelt, not being distracted while you're driving. So a lot of the same practices that apply to just driving your everyday uh, vehicle also apply to you know the commercial vehicle world so a lot of a lot of that of course is similar i mean there's a lot more you know specialties when it comes to you know driving a commercial vehicle and yeah. transporting the kind of cargo they do but uh, just the basic probably the basic principles remain the same and they're you know they're very implemented between no matter what vehicle you're in so i believe troopers uh, the, the same kind of practices we like to practice you know we want to carry that over into the, the yeah. commercial driving world as well and, and all, all law enforcement as well yes yes uh, yeah so i mean that that totally makes sense how long have you been doing this how long has the program been around you were just telling me that covid kind of knocked it uh, down somewhat uh, right uh uh we've been doing this since 2013 okay uh, and, and since we have implemented this uh program uh we wrote over I, I would say as of now, over 20,000-plus citations. So wow. uh, it has been uh, truly effective uh, hmm. in accomplishing what we want. You know, we, we really uh, don't want to write that many violations, uh, and that's why we have taken an approach of going in, talking safety, doing proactive ways and means of, of trying to do it. But 
you know, at the end of the day, we still have that that in our arsenal yeah. to, to do yeah. it. It's been um, tremendously effective. Yeah, uh, it, it's about preventing these problems yes, rather sir. than yeah, yes, then then observing them and then having to cite them for it. I mean, yes, that's, that's the goal. So, and, and like we understand that. Uh, these drivers out there trying to make a living, yeah, and, sure, and, and take care of their families. But but we got to do what we have to do, and I think knowledge is power. When you uh, educate them on Absolutely. what's going on, it it just helps so much. Captain, thanks so much uh, for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Sounds like a fascinating program, and hopefully we'll get it going again, right? Yes, sir. We'll get it going again. Also, we have billboards. I, I'd like to mention throughout the state. Okay. And and in our northern, southern, central region, uh, that promote uh, troopers and truckers as well. That's awesome. So we're doing a lot of things, going into the schools, and and anybody that wants uh, us to come and share uh, a safe to breathe, we're here and ready to do so. Sounds great, Captain Dennis Stevenson, Captain Chris Turnipseed have been our guest, Mississippi Highway Patrol. Stay with us. Middays will return. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 73. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 59. For your Veterans Day, a 90% chance of rain, high near 73. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 69. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. The Waterford on Highland Colony is much more than bingo and bread pudding. Call us to see why we're doing retirement right at the Waterford on Highland Colony in Ridgeland. 601-856-6131. 601-856-6131. The Waterford, proud sponsors of Old Sports. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. 
Callaway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our shop on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. for joining us here on Middays. Always appreciate the Mississippi Highway Patrol coming in the studio. That uh, sounds like a great program, and sorry to hear that COVID kind of derailed it, but uh, looks like it's going to get back uh, operational and going again, so we certainly hope so. Wow, bridges are racist. Okay, we're in the twilight zone, folks, now. Well, don't forget, there's a bunch of money in there for the tree cover because it's been determined that Trees have been, uh, the planting of trees has been discriminatory because where folks live that are of the underserved minority populations, those communities, they got fewer trees. That's what they say. Hmm. That's, yeah. It's why you can't take it seriously. It makes me laugh. It's just like you're trying to be serious about something that's dumb. You know, let's don't plant one over there. A minority may get some shade. Who thinks that? I want to meet those people. There was a question. I, mean, I don't. But <laughs> there, uh, I want them to come on the show. I want to talk. I want to ask them those questions. <laughs> uh, Tom and Carthage says Obama is part of that twenty-eight percent. That would be Kamala Harris's latest approval rating. He's glad that somebody is sucking worse than he did. <laughs> Let's see. Someone asked, looking for it, Rhino, about the... Uh, yeah, here we go. Ed from New Hope. What are the poll numbers for Congress? Real clear politics as of today. Shows congressional approval, job approval. Now, this is from a poll from Monmouth, which is sort of left-leaning. 19% approval of Congress, 71% disapprove. Not far from The Economist and YouGov, which is moderate to left as a polling organization, approve of Congress stands at 
a stunning 16%. Disapproved 61%. (laughs) Meanwhile, it just seems like that the Democrats are just doubling down, as they say. Even a CNN poll conducted over the weekend. It reports the majority of Americans, 58%, in fact, say the the president hasn't paid enough attention to the nation's most important problems. Well, it's exactly what we said. All uh, consumed with climate change pronouns and stuff. And wokeness. Duh. People are just... uh, Their opinions are shaped by what they experience. And when you experience $4 gas and 90 cents a pound turkeys or whatever the case may be, and uh, the spiking price of heating oil, etc., and you see these images at the border, crime statistics off the chart, mandates unconstitutionally being imposed on Americans, yeah, they don't think you're worried about stuff that matters to them. Worried about everything else. When you're Secretary of Energy, we played that the other day. Uh, that would be Cabinet Secretary Granholm, former governor of the great state of Michigan. She just, ha, 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 it's hilarious, laughing about what can we do about this price of gas. Oh, that I would have the answer to that. Well, what do we need you for? And your agency calls it into question. What do we need all that for? The, oh man, I just, Paula Meridian, cost of diesel in my trucks jumped 50 cents a gallon in three weeks. It, who isn't experiencing this? Will we all know what highways will have money allocated to for improvement in Mississippi from this federal infrastructure bill? Yeah, it's just big chunks of money that goes into these funds that the state applies for, grants and so forth. This is DJ and Summit. As far as whether or not they'll be on a website, I don't know, but uh, th- this will flow through the normal process, uh, which is just that it, it goes through the the uh, end of these funds, which are tapped by the Department of Transportation, and then the transportation commissioners are involved in those decisions as well as to how that money is allocated specifically. So, and there's lots of other money for more than highways that we've talked as we've talked about. You've got grants for broadband, all kinds of broadband projects and infrastructure. And I don't know who's in charge of planting the trees, though. I have to tell you, I don't know who the tree the tree people are. Remember, that was supposed to be the 300,000 youngsters that were contemplated to be are contemplated to be hired in the Build Back Better plan. So I don't know. All this money that's coming down for planting trees, and who's in charge of the cold pavement? <laughs> I want to know who that is. $4.8 billion for renamed nationally significant multimodal freight and highway projects. What is that? $2.6 billion for Federal Highway Administration administrative expenses. billion. $2 billion for the Rural Surface Transportation Grant Program. 
$570 million to construct ferry boats and terminal facilities. $500 million for a pilot program offering grants to explore removing or retrofitting transportation facilities that created community barriers to mobility or economic development. I'm struggling with some of this stuff for Rhino just to understand exactly what does that mean. What does it mean? $7.3 billion from the main federal aid highway allocation as part of a new promoting, this, this would happen, by the way, in 22 through 26, as part of a new promoting resilient operations for transformative, efficient, and cost-saving transportation. Acronym is PROTECT, in case you didn't get that. The program would fund improvements to make infrastructure more resilient to storms and natural disasters. You're rolling your eyes and squinting like Bernie Sanders there, like you're... <laughs> You're trying to figure out, I am too. What does this mean exactly? $6.42 billion over five, year, five years from federal aid highway funds for a new carbon reduction program to reduce transportation-related carbon emissions. Hmm. Electric vehicle charging stations, we've, we've mentioned that, $2.5 billion over five years. An alternative fuel infrastructure. It's just it's mind boggling. But when you got one point two trillion, it's a long list. Then when you hear things like five billion, that sounds like petty cash out of it. The problem I have with it though is you, you wind up with these numbers, but these numbers don't seem nearly big enough to tackle what they're trying to tackle. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure what the goal is. I mean I other than just throw money at it and hope it works. Well, and I countless people who are in the industry have shared with me, do you know how long it takes to get approval to like do some of these projects? When you get the in economic impact studies, the environmental impact studies, the this regulation and that red tape and this stuff, it's ten years before you ever get a shovel in the ground. It's gonna happen again. Here's something else we should consider though. All right, we got the leftover CARES money. We got a surplus even without that um, from our at state, talking at the state level. We got the 1.8 billion dollars coming down for broadband, water, some degree roads coming down from the rescue plan passed in February. Now we got 4.6 billion. It, it, that seems like that's going to consume our state government figuring out where to spend the money. And then what will happen is folks who want to participate in the good fortunes, they're, just, they're going to be swarming the capital. Me, 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 right? My company, my industry, my project. Think about it at the city level and the county levels. Because I think that's what the lieutenant governor's talked about, is putting in programs where they match up and they, they fund these projects. They won't be able to do anything else. But spend money. Seriously. It's, I mean, that takes time to sort that stuff. You don't. It's not like, well, last year we spent this much. That's our standard budgetary process. This year we're going to spend that much, plus or minus some, and make some adjustments. No, this is a whole new pot of money for a really what is a, a, a lot of stuff we've never spent money on before. It's just going to be complicated and convoluted. And, and I'm concerned. Don't want it to get cronied up. 
We'll step aside for a break right here. we got some more to talk about. And we've got Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute. He's going to talk about the vaccine mandates at 12.05 and uh, foreigner tickets as well. Stay with us. This is Dennis Stevenson, director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. At Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you work, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12-13-21. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As many are preparing to honor America's Veterans Thursday, historian Jim Hansen has devoted countless hours to researching the 65th Infantry Division, which was activated at Camp Shelby in 1943. Hansen explained to Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi that while their history was distinguished, it was short-lived. The Battle of the Bulge and some of the other developments of you know, the Ardennes Offensive, they sprang that on us. 
us, and it was a big surprise. And we lost a lot of men over in the European theater. They ended up pulling upwards of 1,200 officers and up to as many as I've heard, 12,000 enlisted men out of the 65th Division before they even went over to Europe. And as a result, they had to pull in thousands of men that never trained with the 65th. Hansen said they have identified over 50 survivors of the 65th, six of whom will attend a reunion this week in Hattiesburg. I'm Andy Davis. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. In a world full of noise. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Tony Basil bumping into this segment. Hey, Mickey, thanks for that, Rhino. On the ceasefire text line, Gerard, your thoughts on Roger Wicker being the only Mississippi Republican to vote in favor of the infrastructure bill. You know, I think it would be unfair, in my view, to uh, be critical without the senator having an opportunity to, to respond and, and explain his vote. That's just the way I feel about that sort of stuff. But I'll just say this. I would not have supported it, and I, and I think I've made that clear. And it's in, and I, I do say this. I will say this. I agree that a core function of government is common infrastructure. I, I absolutely agree with that. And I do think we need to... We have dilapidated infrastructure in this country that needs to be repaired, improved, fixed. I get concerned when it's so sweeping, one bill, one measure, $1.2 trillion, 
And you heard me reading, and that was just a small summary. There's way more. And, and so I get worried about the process. The intent and the concept of taxpayer money being used for, for common public infrastructure, how can you not support that? We don't have interstates without that. We don't have airports without that. Pretty sure that's why they wordsmithed all the extra pork into an infrastructure bill. Exactly because it's hard right. to argue against infrastructure. That's exactly right. You don't want good roads and bridges for the people. You want buses full of children to fall off into the into the river. I mean, literally, I've heard that here as an argument in favor of raising our fuel taxes. So the concept I agree with. The devil, as they say, is in the details. And then I just get worried about the process and the execution. Like, why didn't you include something in the bill, and I'm addressing this to those who authored it and supported it, everybody, not just the senator, something to streamline the process by which this money actually gets to the shovels in the ground? Because that is an administrative red tape nightmare. I feel like that should have been included in the bill. And I would like to see it divided up, parsed out into categories rather than just let's let's do rail, let's do airports, let's do roads, bridges, trees. I just I think that's dangerous. I think that's risky. And the other thing, of course, is when when they start codifying this and start putting rules out, and you think about how this money gets spent from a from a vendor perspective, those who will be providing these services, what kind of nonsense requirements are they going to have in that? Right? You can just see that coming, man. Unions, minority participation. Uh, the marginalized populations have to get a, so much, uh, all that sort of stuff. And then it kind of loses its appeal, in my view. Because the idea here is, let's get the best people at the lowest price to complete these projects to fix the airports, to fix the roads and the bridges. I'm all for that. I also think we spent enough on broadband. And, I, you know... Uh, it's not that there's not more that needs to be spent. I think the government has showered enough money on that issue. I, I want to see more explanation and more analysis of the return on that investment. Uh, how much have we already spent right here in the state of Mississippi? We're not even talking about this next big tranche that's coming down. I just would like to see, okay, well, if the goal is to light up every address the underserved communities, as it is described. Maybe somebody's got some details to support why you need this amount of money on top of what's already been allocated. But, you know, the businessman in here says, I want to see some spreadsheets on this deal. I want to see some heat maps, as we call them, graphical representations of where we have so-called white space. Don't cancel me for that, but it means it doesn't have broadband areas that don't. And what's it cost to get to those? Uh, Is somebody doing that math? I hope they are. It's just not evident. And I would be asking those questions before I I think I'd cast a vote in favor. So those are are my concerns. And then finally, the concerns I have about supporting such a bill is that it it gives the the president a victory. Uh, And, you know, you shouldn't vote yes or no on measures based on the, the political 
ramifications uh, to you, your or the other party. It should be about just good policy for the people. But in this case, it kind of sets the stage, it feels like, to usher in this next big boondoggle socialist transformation bill, $3.5 trillion, now whittled down, as they say, to $1.8, that is human infrastructure and jam-packed with what is now being described as social safety nets, which I interpret as just pay people not to contribute to society. That It's gone beyond just, you've just had to run a bad luck. Medical issues, your industry shut everybody down, you need some temporary help to tide you over. I mean, I could go down the list of other things that you may have been dealt a bad hand. Maybe we need some common assistance available for that. Okay, that's not what this is. This is paying people not to do anything. Cradle to grave. And by the way, in exchange for that, you're going to have to adhere to their worldview. That's the other thing that concerns me. So, on that, so it's a, I guess a summary analysis of what I find objectionable about the bill. I can't explain the senator's vote. Um, I'm not sure if Paul asked him when he was on with him with him latest uh, last. He was on with me what a couple of months ago. But uh, that's just kind of where I leave that. It's it. Uh, it's, it's just always a concern to me when you have these gigantic bills. It's just, mm. it's the OSHA vaccine mandates, right? Why did that have to be four inches of paper? What's in there we don't even know about? We're going to have Aaron on later in the program, and he'll unwrap some of that for us. But it's just, you need four pages, four inches of something, you probably don't need it. That's kind of the way I look at it. It reminds me of Rodney Dangerfield, back to school. Go back and make it a bit bigger. It's not heavy enough. It's not thick enough. That term paper he paid somebody to write for him, right? That's kind of what it reminds me of. Uh, and then, who could forget? Okay, so the Obama, uh, the, uh, the plan, the Recovery Act, $887 billion, 450% less than this one. And even he, oh, well, it wasn't quite as shovel-ready as we thought. Duh. And I think most people would say, well, where the hell did that money go? That's the concern. And I, we had somebody yesterday ask me about the lottery money. That's a valid question. $80 billion, a billion? I got billion on the brain. $80 million a year to the state highway fund, the first $80 million of net proceeds produced. And everything else goes to the Education Enhancement Fund. So since inception of the lottery in November of uh, 19, that has amounted to about $250 million that's been transferred into the – it goes to, the, by the way, the state treasurer. And then the state treasurer deposits it accordingly in accordance with the law, State Highway Fund, Education Enhancement Fund. That's how that works. And and folks are right to ask, well, where's that money going? What, what are we getting for that? And the uh, – I've asked that, too, as a member of the lottery board, and we we do get information, and it's long list, honestly, of road and bridge projects that have been directly funded by those proceeds. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask my, my uh, f- fellow board members and the folks at the lottery, and it would have really wouldn't come from them. It would have to come from the Department of Transportation. I don't think it's a problem. 
to uh, just sort of keep up with that and publish that for the public public view to see this was funded by lottery proceeds. Who could forget during the Obama era the signs all over the landscape? This was funded by the American Rescue and Recovery Act. And um, so I think that's fair. But that it, it is doing what it's supposed to do. It's going to State Highway Fund, and the highway commissioners and Department of Transportation are using those monies along with the other money they have uh, to operate the agency and take care of Mississippi's roads and bridges. So that's happening. Education Enhancement Fund, there's a, there's a bill, an act, passed years ago that set that up. And it's, it goes into a lot of details of exactly how the money in the fund is allocated. And it's a percent of this goes to this uh, this use, and this dollar amount goes to that use. Some, some formulas involved. But money that the lottery generates for the Education Enhancement Fund, which is over and above the $80 million, goes to the State Highway Fund. It, it goes to the fund, and it gets allocated in accordance with law. Nothing changed there. Just the amount of money going into it changed. Anyhow, I, I just wanted to follow up with that. I appreciate you indulging us for that. we got another segment here in this hour. And then Aaron Rice at 12.05, foreigner tickets in the third hour as well. Stay with us. We shall return on middays. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and U.S. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations at gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at The Rogue, serving Mississippians. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a master tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is a midday agri market report. Four U.S. senators have struck a deal on a livestock price discovery bill that would expand negotiated cash trade for cattle and set a library to provide producers details of marketing contract premiums and discounts. The four senators are Chuck Grassley of Iowa, Deb Fisher of Nebraska, John Tester of Montana, and Ron Wyden of Oregon. 
The bill, dubbed the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act, would establish regional mandatory minimum thresholds for negotiated cash and grid trades based on each region's 18-month average negotiated cash trade volumes. To set those levels of cash and grid trades, USDA would seek public comment and set the minimum levels, though no regional minimum could be more than three times that of the lowest regional minimum, and no regional minimum could be lower than the 18-month average at the time the bill is enacted. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi, from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships. Active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. We thank you so much for joining us here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Cities, less trees, more buildings. Well, yeah, it's, you have to clear the land, clear the trees off the land to build the buildings. I, I just think this is a solution looking for a problem that before it's all over with will be cronied up and screwed up. And you know what? They'll still complain. I guarantee you. Oh, it's not, not enough shade. Yes, because you have a lot harder time, and it's a lot more expensive planting that 50-year-old live oak to provide shade when it's more cost-effective to plant the sapling and wait. True. But if you plant the sapling and wait, that's delayed gratification, which we've already been told is racist. To correct. But we're going to hire 300000 in the Climate Corps to plant trees to solve racism, even though waiting on it is racism. That's right. Delayed shade is racism. <laughs> Whole young turkeys at Walmart in Hattiesburg, a buck nineteen a pound. Jeez. So this morning we've had forty, eighty nine, one nineteen. Quite the disparity. I need to go back to the grocery store and grab the ones I saw for cheap. Wow. 
What is uh, what do I think about this is on the ceasefire tax line? What do I think about the idea to tax unrealized gains on stocks or mutual funds you haven't sold yet? Oh gosh, please don't get me started. I think my head would explode talking about that. Some more, I appreciate the question. <laughs> Honestly, I do. Uh, I hate it. I think it's stupid. I think it's communism. I just tell you, confiscation of assets. That's what they do in a system of communism. I think it's bad. And yeah, it only applies to billionaires. And their theory is bad and stupid as well. By the way, speaking of billionaires and selling stock, what about Elon Musk? What do he do that for? Runs a poll on Twitter to see if he should sell, what, 10% of his holdings? And so now he says he's going to do it. And the stock promptly tanks. So we've explained that before, right, Rhino, that this is what happens. You got So think about in response to this question on the ceasefire text line. If you started forcing the likes of Elon Musk and CEOs and, and other uh, billionaires, of which there are 734, by the way, in the country, 734, you're going to make a tax law that applies to 734 people. And in the case where that happens to be the CEO of a, a company where a public company whose stock is widely held and they start liquidating their stock to raise cash to pay for the tax on unrealized gains, the market reacts very negatively to that. And, then, you know, the other thing that happens is, as an investor, you have to figure out, well, did Musk sell his shares or Bezos and Amazon or uh, name them, any other billionaire CEO? Did they sell them to raise money to pay taxes? Or did they sell them because they know something else about the future of their company and they're sending a message here that says the, the company is in peril from a financial perspective? Because anytime executives of a company, they have to report their, their uh, shares, that's reported in their annual reports, as a matter of fact. And then they start dumping their own company stock. The message is, we're not very confident in our future market. Hint, hint. You better go dump your stock, and then everybody loses. This is just so ill-conceived. What's even better, though, I'll see if I can find it, is the guy who dreamed up this nightmare, Senator Wyden. You see this from uh, Oregon. He's the guy, what, he's head of the Ways and Means, I think, over in the House. No, I'm, Scott, I'm sorry, in the Senate. So it's his job to come up with all these crazy... His job is basically to come up with schemes to raise money. Ways and Means. So he circulates ideas and asks for, for um, input. He, anyhow, he's the guy that came up with this. It's not him personally, but others were on board as well. This billionaire tax scheme. But what's incredible, if I can find it here, Rhino, is his son. His son took him to school, dude. His son is worth a couple hundred million bucks. I think he's in the private equity industry. And if I'm not mistaken, yet Adam widened. Okay, He just moved to Florida. What do you do that for? Get the hell out of Dodge where they're taxing him in the other state. I think he, I think he was in Oregon. Could have been in California. But uh, nonetheless, he escaped the state he was in, he takes his dad to task. He does. And he said, you see if I can find it, uh, 
Why does he hate the American dream so much? This is this guy's son, Senator Wyden's son. Reality is most legislature legislators have never built anything. So I guess it's easier to mindlessly and haphazardly try and tear stuff down. That from the younger Wyden to his dad, the Senator Wyden, who wants to tax the ever-loving snot out of everybody. Bravo! This guy needs to run for senator, in my view. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Kyle Rittenhouse breaks down crying on the stand at his murder trial in Wisconsin. He shot three people, killing two during protests in Kenosha last year, he says in self-defense. He says at one point he was cornered. That's right, Ron. <laughs> We're going to just take time for our break anyway. You, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Prosecutors say he was the aggressor. Consumer prices have gone up 6.2% in the last year, according to the Labor Department. That's the highest inflation since 1990. England's Prince Harry says he warned Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey before the January 6th riot at the Capitol. Jack and I were, were, were emailing each other prior to January the 6th, where I, I warned him that his platform was allowing a coup to be staged. Uh, that email was sent the day before, and then it happened, and I haven't heard from him since. The Prince speaking at a virtual Wired magazine conference. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. Muskelly Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Biden administration is not putting a priority on getting U.S. attorneys out to the field. Former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst explains. We still have uh, first assistant United States attorneys, which were the second in command yeah. for Chad Lamar in Oxford and myself here in Jackson are still the acting mm-hmm. U.S. attorneys here in the state of Mississippi. Hurst stepped down in January. No one has been nominated in the Northern District or the Southern District in Mississippi. And a Biloxi High student is under arrest for bringing an unloaded gun to school Tuesday. Just two weeks ago, another student brought a loaded gun to school in a backpack. And back in October, two students were reportedly playing with an unloaded gun at a bus stop. Enhanced security measures already put in place will continue. That includes the use of metal detectors. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. 
We're the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation offices. Farm Bureau is a grassroots organization with county offices serving all 82 counties. From Adams to Yazoo and every county in between, we have local county boards affecting change all across Mississippi. And every Farm Bureau employee is working to improve the quality of life for everyone in the state. When Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Are you a landlord whose renters can't pay due to COVID? Don't evict. Ramp up. Ramp is the rental assistance from Mississippians program administered by the Mississippi Home Corporation. If you have tenants who need help paying past due and future rent or utilities where they're currently renting from you, Ramp may be just what you both need. So don't evict. Learn more at ms-ramp.com and ramp up now. Active duty military personnel and veterans can enjoy a free meal at Bachoma Casino in Philadelphia tomorrow for Veterans Day. Lucky's Restaurant is offering a blue plate special from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. To receive the free meal, active duty personnel and veterans who are members of the Rewards Club can visit the cage for a meal voucher, but you must show proof of military service. And holiday travel is expected to rebound this Thanksgiving to near pre-pandemic levels as an estimated 53.4 million people are expected to leave home. Lillian Wu with Fox has the details. That prediction from AAA would be the highest single-year increase since 2005. It's a 13% jump from last year and within 5% of 2019. Air travel way up, but 90% expected to go by car. The crowding could be especially bad coming at a time when U.S. borders are newly reopened to fully vaccinated international visitors, and many companies are grappling with staffing shortages. I'm Andy Davis. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. We thank you so much for joining us on Middays with Gerard Rhino. 
in the Super Talk studios on this. Hump day. Joining us now, Aaron Rice, the director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, a former Lance Corporal in the U.S. Marine Corps. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. Appreciate Thank, it. Thanks man. for having me, Gerard. And it's actually the Marine Corps' birthday today, so I'm really glad to be here. Right? Yeah, yeah, 246, actually. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, 110 no, yeah. from my we've been, around, we've been around a long time. 1775 got involved in the Revolution. So, okay. yeah, but happy to be here today. And Veterans Day is tomorrow. So, tomorrow. Yeah. Big, big week for that. Yeah. Also, I want to apologize to the audience. I got on such a rant there about taxing unreal. Games <laughs> that I went right up against the break, so I, I apologize for that. That happens sometimes. Uh, but we uh, asked you to come in today to talk about uh, something that is top of mind uh, to Mississippians and to many Americans, and that's vaccine mandates yeah. being imposed uh, on Americans by the federal government. So let, let's break it down. I'll try it first, and then let you you comment. You got sort of two aspects of that. Mm-hmm. You got the private sector yep. employees with more than a hundred, uh, excuse me, employers with more than a hundred employees must either vaccinate their employees yep. or they must test. Yep. I think weekly, weekly, and, and wear a mask and wear a mask constantly in the workplace. And the employee has to pay for that test, and it's not cheap. Employers are not required. Yep. And some some of the latest <clears throat> guidance I saw, Aaron says. The employees cannot self-administer the test. Yeah. They must do that in the presence of the employer, yeah. Yeah. which opens up a gigantic uh, problem for employers yeah. to observe all their employees that are unvaccinated testing. And the, the record-keeping requirements alone are very burdensome, too. So there's there's a lot going on with that. Bad. All right. And then the other aspect of this is uh, the federal government requiring contractors, yep. those who sell to the federal government, essentially, <clears throat> and the federal workforce yeah. also to be uh, vaccinated. But I think in that in that situation, Aaron, if I'm not mistaken, there is no uh, alternative. There is no option yeah. for testing. You just yeah. got to be vaccinated or you're out of here. We should also add that on the private employer side, the penalty is quite steep. It's yeah. $14,000. right. However, the Joe Biden Build Back Better plan, it contemplates a $70,000 penalty, yeah. up to $700,000. All right, yeah. so it kind of sets the stage. Did, did I describe yeah, it accurately? Yeah, that's all accurate. And you've also got a another mandate for health care providers uh, who take uh, Medicaid and Medicare money, too. And Correct. That's, that's another one coming down. So there's a lot of these various mandates. The, the one we're involved in, um, we've gotten involved in the litigation challenging the Biden administration's federal vaccine mandate for private employers that you just mentioned. Okay. And so, you know, we view that, uh, and our client view, it as just a massive and unprecedented uh, federal overreach. It's blatantly unconstitutional. Uh, it's illegal in many other respects, even setting aside the constitutional concerns. And, you know, we think it's just bad policy, too. I mean, voluntary vaccination efforts are the way to really increase participation here and trust in the system, not unconstitutional federal mandates, you know. Yeah. Well, we had our friend Lucian Smith on, whom you know, last week uh, talking about more from a, a legal perspective. Yeah. And one of the things he explained uh, is that the legal standard that must be met for something like this to to be constitutional, lawful, is that uh, the public must be at grave danger. And he he cited that as the actual language. And it's kind of hard to reach that conclusion when um, you look at several things. One is it's 10 months after this guy's been in office, yeah. and he says, oh, I think we need a vaccine mandate. The vaccines were available when he took office. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's that's number one. And then number two, 
well, let's go get OSHA to promulgate four-inch high of uh, guidance yeah. and standards. And by the way, we're going to implement this on January the 4th. Yeah. That doesn't sound like grave danger no, to me. And you've got a lot of stat. Those are some of the statutory problems. And we've got, like I mentioned, uh, constitutional problems, statutory problems. But that's one of them. And, and it goes even beyond the grave danger aspect of it. I mean, it also requires that standard for an emergency regulation like this from OSHA requires there to be a grave danger to employees from exposure to substances and agents. Uh, uh, that are toxic or physically harmful yeah. or some new hazard. Uh, and you look at that definition when you look at how the courts have looked, uh, applied that and how it's been interpreted. It does not include communicable diseases. And, in fact, OSHA has never tried to regulate a communicable disease as, you know, a quote-unquote workplace safety issue. This is something that people are exposed to, you know, in the general community. It's not a workplace safety issue. And so that's one of the reasons that OSHA doesn't have authority to regulate here either is because yeah. they've, they've never had that authority. If anybody had that authority, it would be CDC, not OSHA. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, when I think of OSHA and OSHA regulations, I think about slippery floors yeah. and, you know, elevators that are mal- uh, escalators yeah. that are malfunctioning. I might yeah. get my clothes stuck yeah. in or something and, like that. And Exactly. And, and so even if you took, okay, set aside, say that OSHA did have the power to regulate communicable diseases, just what you said, even then, the ways they would be allowed to do that under the statute are not mandating vaccines. It's things like, you know, putting up warning signs and inspections and, you know, protective equipment, things sure. like you would normally expect yeah. in a workplace, not saying, okay, now all these employees must go take a medical procedure outside the workplace, you know, or be subject to, to all these other onerous uh, medical regulations. Yeah. That's, that's not what the act is intended for. So it's it, it <clears throat> seems like it's abusing it, honestly, yeah, yeah, is what sure. it is. And, and, yeah. And and, that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, lots of lots of uh, cases are, are now spawned. And, and it feels like that uh, typically, I think, uh, from a legal perspective, you're waiting for the rules to, to be codified. Yeah, right. and, and, and they have been published now, and that's yeah. why we went ahead and filed the lawsuit. And so, you know, like I said, we, we looked Adam, I mean, we, you know, we all knew pretty much what to expect um, just from what the administration had telegraphed. And sure enough, it, it came out, like you said, as a very lengthy. We're still kind of wading through a lot of the aspects of it. But, yeah, I mean, it confirmed to us that it was what we thought it was going to be. It was just something that was blatantly unconstitutional. And that's how our client views it, too, is just not only unconstitutional, but very burdensome to them. And so I hadn't really talked about them yet, but our client is Gulf Coast Restaurant Group here in Mississippi. Okay, you're, so you're, you're Free to share that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And uh, and so they uh, they own several restaurants here in Mississippi. You may be familiar with some of them. It's uh, Half Shell Oyster House, yeah. Rack House, restaurants like that. So they've yeah. got over a thousand employees, and uh, and so they're going to be subject to this uh, mandate. But you know, it's important to point out too that they're very pro vaccine. They've since the vaccines came out, they've encouraged their employees to get it. They even offer a one hundred dollar cash reward to any employee who gets it. So. You know, you can do the math there. They've ponied up up to $100,000 to encourage vaccination. But, you know, um, they've never required, you know, on pain of losing their jobs, you know, for their employees to get it because they recognize it's a personal choice for, for all of their employees. And so, you know, here's the problem for them is that I don't have to tell you this. I mean, we're in an incredibly tight labor market, tighter than Gulf Coast Restaurant Group has ever seen. Mm-hmm. They used to have 1,200 employees. Now they're down to 1,000. And so they're struggling to keep up with customer demand, struggling to keep their restaurants mm-hmm. open. They're on limited menus, limited hours. And so, you know, that affects their food quality, their customer service, wait times, their reputation, you know, what you can't Revenue. Revenue. And you can't even put a price on the reputational uh, harm that could come from this. And so what this mandate is going to do is encourage a lot of those employees to leave. I mean, they're not going to put up with this. I mean, especially people who work at a a restaurant where you
where you can move around easily. They could just go to another restaurant that doesn't have 100 employees yeah. so they don't have to deal with this. Or they could just leave. And as you know, I mean, there's government benefits are plentiful right now. Yeah. So they could just get on government benefits. And, you know, if that happens, it's going to result in severe harm to Gulf Coast Restaurant Group. I mean, like I said, they're already struggling here to keep up. They're down from 1,200 employees to 1,000. And if they have more employees start walking out the door over this mandate, it's really going to cause harm to them. And so that that's, you know, they're proud of their efforts to vaccinate uh, their employees and encourage that. But they're proud to stand up for the rights of businesses, too, to be free from these kind of unconstitutional mandates. And we're proud to represent them in that. Yeah. And uh, I've seen, I saw the CEO of Dickie's Barbecue. Team. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with a thousand employees, as is the case with your client, that in itself is a major hassle, especially yeah. it, it, all environments. This is uh, onerous, but in a, a restaurant environment where I don't know, it just feels like it's you got multiple shifts, you got lots of people coming in and out. Yeah. And and the fact is, that's an industry where you have lots of transient employees, yes. part-time employees, yes. and so it's just a nightmare. To, and then to keep up with all that it is. as well. And that, that's what our clients have told us, too, is that, you know, they it, they already deal with turnover, and it's something that's very difficult for them to deal with. That's part and of that industry. It is. And so the cost of training these employees, but even sure. more than that cost, the cost of the mistakes that new employees make and, you know, upset customers and all that, you can't really even put a number on that. And so they try to keep turnover as low as they possibly can, even though it's always a problem in this industry. But this is going to make that a lot worse. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say, I saw the, the CEO of Dickies and, you know, talking about their hundreds of restaurants yeah. and across the multiple states and, and employees. And that, that's just one little example that's uh, magnified by hundreds that are like that. Yeah. Uh, thousands, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, we, we got a break right here. Uh, you can stay around. Yeah, for huh? sure. Yeah, we'll Love talk to. some more about this. Uh, We'll come back. We're talking about uh, vaccine mandates with our good friend Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute. Stay with us. We'll be right back. With store-wide savings of 50 to 80%, now is the perfect time to do your Christmas shopping at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Our lease expires soon, and so will the savings. Save 50 to 80% on stackable rings, diamond studs, color and diamond pendants, even our wedding bands are sale price. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is closing out our entire inventory. Nothing is held back. 50 to 80% off store-wide now at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. 
Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5580. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's the best-made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. For my good friend, Representative Fred Shanks. He loves that tune, by the way. It's a staple here on One Hit Wonder Wednesdays. Rhino obliges. Do you anticipate the Mississippi State employees being required to take the vaccination? Jim and the Delta, you were just explaining that to me off air, Aaron. Go. Well, I mean, uh, some state employees will be subject to, for example, university employees right now. The universities are, are imposing a mandate because they have the federal contractor vaccine mandate. And then some state health care workers will be subject to the Medicare, Medicaid, you know, vaccine mandate. But in terms of this, you know, a, a general uh, mandate no, so uh, state employer employees who don't fall in one of those two buckets will not be required to do this. Um, the state of Mississippi has not imposed a, a mandate for state state employees, so they won't fall into anything like that. And then they won't fall into this private employer 
you know, 100 employees or more category because the state of Mississippi has not opted into OSHA, which state governments had the, you know, had the option to do and Mississippi did not. I so didn't this, yeah, that. this is not going to apply to, to hmm. state employees. But if we were uh, under OSHA's purview yeah. because we opted into it. Yeah, arguably so. And I, I haven't seen necessarily wow. how that's played out yet. But, uh, but yeah, arguably so. Wow. Yeah. 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 How crazy is that? And so you could have states that did opt into OSHA that are, by by virtue of that, having to require state employees. Exactly. Exactly. And states that did not. Oh, man. What a mess. Yeah. That's going to be. So uh, there was something else. Kirk from Columbus says, what's next on vaccine mandates? The flu, pneumonia, once started, where does it end? I mean, that slippery slope is is always a valid concern, and they'll try to parse this out. Well, this is different, you know, and all. But the question that, that you and I were discussing off so it was Dr. Anthony lock him up forever and throw away the key Fauci, who uh, a year ago maybe I don't know it wasn't too long too long ago. Of course, the pandemic's only been around a couple of years, arguably. He said once we get to seventy percent vaccination. You, you add that up to the natural immunity, we're there. Yeah. I don't see the need for this. Well, that's where we are yeah. right now. So what's going on here? What's, what's yeah. behind all this? Yeah, yeah. you know, and I agree with you. I mean, if that's the goal, I mean, first of all, that's problematic from the standpoint of this OSHA uh, mandate because, you know, they're trying to sell this as if it's about workplace safety when the president and other members of his administration have basically admitted that the real goal here is to increase vaccination rates, you know, in the general population, which is not something OSHA has the purview to do. And so that's problematic from a legal standpoint. But then to your point, we're all, we've already met the target that they said that, that we yeah. needed to meet. And so, you know, I think, uh, you know, genuinely what I think is that the Biden administration knows that this will get struck down in court. It's clearly unconstitutional. It's not even about exceeding that 70% mark. I think it's just kind of about virtue signaling to their base. And, and there's an expression, you know, get caught trying. And so even if they know that they can't do this, they know that their base wants them to do this. And so they're willing to just go out and do it and get shot down in court just to get caught trying. Uh, and then the other thing, from a grave danger perspective, yeah. All the data shows – this is what's incredible. Think about this here. We, with respect to COVID, yeah. we're talking way more about vaccine mandates yeah. than we are the actual COVID data. Yeah. That's not even in focus anymore. Yeah. It used to be every day we'd say, oh, my gosh, how many cases today? How many deaths? The numbers are going in the wrong direction. All the lines are trending in, in the wrong direction. Now it's just the opposite. Yeah. All the lines are trending in the right direction. Yeah. Some scientists are even saying, I think pandemic-wise, this is over in a month or so. Yeah. And, and to that same point – the, the big change here now is that we have the vaccine. And so I think that fundamentally shifts the picture. Uh, you know, now we're talking about something where people have the ability to protect themselves if they want to from COVID. And so now we're not we're not talking about this. I need to do this for my grandma or for the for, you know, for everybody else in the world. I need to do these things or those things. Everybody has the ability now to go take a vaccine for free for free. And and that fundamentally alters the, the, the paradigm. Hard to, hard to make that case that it's grave dangerous. Yeah. Well, we'll just go down and get vaccinated and you're yeah. done, you yeah. know. So it not the government doesn't have to protect you from yeah. that when there are protections widely available yeah. for nothing yeah. uh, on top. Of Particularly that. given that 
the evidence seems to indicate that the vaccines don't reduce transmissibility. Right. And so I don't think that's an argument against vaccines at all. I think it's just the facts and you need to be aware of it. So, you know, if there might be an argument to be made if you were saying, well, you know, you need to do this for grandma because it reduces transmission. But that's not what the evidence shows. So, you know, we're really talking about a to the extent there's a danger out there. It's something that we we have all the tools we're ever going to have for people to protect themselves from it. And at some point, you have to move on and let people make those decisions for themselves. It's, I just, uh, I'll just describe it uh, this way, is it's a matter of risk tolerance. Yeah. You, there, there are those who choose not to get vaccinated. They're yeah. willing to accept that risk. There are those who choose to get vaccinated, even though some, uh, you know, lash out or, or, I guess, speak against the vaccinations. And they say, well, I'm willing to accept that risk. Yeah. It's just risk tolerance. It get is. out of the way, government. Leave us alone. It is. And, you know, it, what it shows to me is is there are some people who are a lot less comfortable with the fact that we're a free society we're a free country we're supposed right. to be a free country and so you know i mean some you know sometimes uh, you need to, you just have to let people make their own choices, and and it's it's not something where you need to say, well, the federal government needs to come in and force people to do what the government thinks is best for them. I mean, yeah. that's just not how our country is supposed to operate. We've seen to have lost that. I, it, it also seems like that this is. Uh, Politically more unpopular than popular, which yeah. makes you wonder why are they why are they so dug in? Yeah, uh, it's like I said earlier. I mean, I'm not sure what the calculation, the political calculation is there, but it does seem to me, again. I say this because I think it's so blatantly unconstitutional. I mean, the federal government doesn't have the power to do this, and they're claiming a Commerce Clause power to do this, that they it just does not extend this far. Yeah. And you've got separation of powers problems. You've got a lot of constitutional problems there. And to me, they're all very obvious. And so I say this just because it seems to me very clear that this will get struck down in court. And so I think the Biden administration has to know that, too. And so all I can guess is that they've made the calculation um, that – you know, showing their base that they're trying to do this is somehow worthwhile politically. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, I just I, I can't quite uh, wrap my head around it. It just seems like it's a hill that uh, politically they wouldn't they wouldn't die on, yeah. especially given the shellacking they got last week. They, yeah, you know that was a bit of a, a wake up call. Well, you know, but I, what I've noticed is that even in the wake of Virginia, um, we've continued to see you know progressive politicians go down the same path, and so you know um, whether it's CRT, or, or we got to keep shutting down schools for because teachers don't want to teach, or we got to keep doing the math, we got to keep doing all this stuff, and so I don't know that they're learning any lessons from it. It seems like they're just going to keep on, keep on, you know, shutting everything down and keep on, uh, you know, doing their entire agenda. Well, the the progressives, in fact, have argued, as you've probably seen, no, the problem is we're not left enough, yeah. we're not moving fast enough yeah. to, to with all this stuff, and and uh, was it uh, AOC calls it a a euphemism, a derogatory euphemism. The term "woke" is, is she's that's yeah. how she just fabricated. It doesn't really exist. And yeah. then you got a gazillion examples of materials and books and videos yeah. and say, "Well, yeah, it does exist." Well, so. uh, they're so sensitive too. I mean, anything you try to call any of this, whether it's CRT or woke or whatever, or per, you know, any any word you try to use, they say, "Oh, you can't use that word." And so at some point, you know, you're just like, "Tell me what words I'm allowed to use to describe your movement," because you're you're clearly engaged in a very revolutionary cause, but you you won't let us call it anything. Uh, exactly. All right. So uh, you served, of course, in the United States Marine Corps. We thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, for your service is Veterans Day yep, tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's right. What yep. do you think? Well, I mean, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, it was the honor of my life uh, to serve in the Marine Corps, and uh, you know, just it's always good, I think, to have a day to celebrate our veterans. I mean, of course, we got a couple of different days. Memorial Day is for those you know who. 
paid the ultimate sacrifice and you know today is the marine corps birthday just to celebrate just you know marines and but tomorrow is for all veterans and i think it's important that we have that day i, I always like to see you know in america we really do stop what we're doing you know we celebrate our veterans and what they've done for us and i just think that's something that really makes us a special country and you know george washington talked about how you know if uh, uh veterans feeling appreciated for the service they've provided is going to be vital to the future of this country and i think americans have answered that charge from uh george washington and we've always done that so i'm i'm excited about it tomorrow uh and you know just excited to see how everybody celebrates yeah i mean there are a few detractors in our country it's a free country yeah. and i think most people who serve would say you know i'm okay with that i, I don't appreciate it but I, i'd fight for their right to do that yeah that's, that's what right. they can't that's comprehend. right that's that's right. And like you said, though, it's a few detractors because I, I remember from my time in the service, one thing that really stood out to me is, you know, you got to go back. This was 2005. Iraq was a very divisive issue, and that's where, where I deployed. And I noticed when I came back, it, it really did not matter whether somebody supported the Iraq war or not or whether they were a Democrat or Republican. When they talked to me... They were always very That's appreciative awesome. of, of my service and all of us veterans. And so I've, I've always appreciated that, that I think the vast, overwhelming majority of Americans can set aside politics and support their veterans. I totally agree. And uh, I think Mississippi is unique in that it just seems like it's it's ubiquitous in yeah. terms of the support for veterans yeah. and the appreciation for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I had the opportunity yesterday, we got about 20 seconds left, but I, I interviewed an individual who served for 43 years, retiring the day after Christmas. Wow. And said, just going to go work on the farm and retire. Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I was just in awe of this That's guy. great. What a lifetime of service. Aaron, thanks so much for coming yeah. on. Always enjoy it. Appreciate it. Glad we, to be here. We got more talk and the foreigner tickets to give away on midday. Stay with us. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue Serving Mississippians. Upgrade. 
upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The Biden administration is not putting a priority on getting U.S. attorneys out to the field. Former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst explains. We still have uh, first assistant United States attorneys, which were the second in command yeah. for Chad Lamar in Oxford and myself here in Jackson are still the acting mm-hmm. U.S. attorneys here in the state of Mississippi. Hurst stepped down in January. No one has been nominated in the Northern District or the Southern District in Mississippi. And a Biloxi High student is under arrest for bringing an unloaded gun to school Tuesday. Just two weeks ago, another student brought a loaded gun to school in a backpack. And back in October, two students were reportedly playing with an unloaded gun at a bus stop. Enhanced security measures already put in place will continue. That includes the use of metal detectors. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the Words and Music, a songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, coming up this Friday, the University of Mississippi School of Business hosting its annual Banking and Finance Symposium. That's going to be at the Oxford Convention Center. The Gallo Show Middays in Sports Talk Mississippi will be there as the leaders of Mississippi financial industry gather up there in Oxford. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Headed up to Oxford Way uh, tomorrow evening and talking to the bankers. Going to be going to be cool. Of course, if uh, the controller of the currency Biden's nominated is confirmed, won't be any more banking symposium. Won't be any banks. It's just uh, mind-boggling. How does this person ascend to that level in this country? What the heck is wrong with these people? Dang, she's a self-avowed communist, which now, from progressives, is lauded as the preferable economic and political system. But it's just a figment of your imagination. We're just we're just trying to give people a little help, a little as Biden says, a little breathing room. We want to transform and turn upside down the whole dang country so people can have a little breathing room. Right. That's what he says. By the way, Senator uh, Ron Wyden, who we were talking about earlier, he is chairman of, in the Senate, it's the Finance Committee, which is similar to, like, our ways and means here at the state level. Well, that's the folks who figure out where to get the money from. That's the bottom line. And it's so it's so cool. I mean, this guy's my hero, his son. He's just hero, uh, my hero. He says, taxing anyone, even centibillionaires, on theoretical, unrealized wealth is un-American. It's just, yeah, duh. So this guy's having to school his father about this kind of stuff. wonder what their Thanksgiving uh, dinner is like. How do you think? Probably fancier than mine. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they can afford those turkeys that are going through the roof, right? Oh, gosh. He graduated from Wharton, same place. The University of Pennsylvania School of Business, same place Trump graduated for. He moved to New York City to get his MBA, did the younger Wyden, Adam. He uh, he worked as an analyst, and then he went to work for SMH Capital. He did some deals. He made a bunch of money. He says, I'm going to Florida. It ain't as expensive as New York. I thought he might have still been living out, out on the West Coast, but he didn't. So... Is uh, as long as there are enough people not vaccinated, they will be able. They will be able to use this as a reason to throw money at COVID relief, which is what they're doing. Kevin and Monticello. It's a plausible theory, Kevin, but it's not what they're doing. There's no uh, that that money spigot. Not only 
has it been uh, turned off, the financing of the infrastructure bill, a great chunk of it, comes from unused funds from COVID relief, such as the states, Mississippi being one of them, who terminated the enhanced unemployment benefits early, prematurely. And so there's lots of money there, and and uh, some of this money that was showered upon the states had restrictions on it. The states couldn't find anything to spend it on, literally, and they'd sent it back. So it, it's a it's a theory that I would uh, say is is uh, a valid one, Kevin. But it's not it's not what's happening here, um, and they don't even talk about that. It's just I just think it's a uh, as Aaron said, I think it's a virtue signaling scheme. Look at us. We're better than you. We're putting jabs in arms, keeping people safe. You Republicans, or you, not even Republicans, you detractors, you opponents of this, you freedom lovers, you you haters of tyranny, you don't care about safety. You want people to die. I mean, that's kind of the message. I know it's a hyperbole, but it is. it does make you think that. Uh, because that's anytime the government tells you we got to do this for your own good and your protection, you, you've all, you're always leery of that. We've been watching this Rittenhouse trial here in the studio, folks. The uh, the judge, uh, let's just say, wasn't too crazy about the prosecution and the prosecutor's arguments. And uh, Rittenhouse on the stand, right, Rhino? Oh yeah, here's Set some uh, here's some audio from written from the judge in the Rittenhouse trial, getting on to the prosecutor for well, just let, 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 let listen. Why would you think that that made it okay for you without any advance notice to bring this matter before the jury? You are already you were I, I was astonished when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post arrest silence. So he already questioned the the defendant Rittenhouse's right to remain silent. Unbelievable. And then he tried to bring up the fact that Rittenhouse played first-person shooter video games like Call of Duty. And that that might have been the reason behind the shooting. Here's what he had to say. You picked it out because it looked cool. I thought it looked cool. That's the reason, yes. It resembled the types of weapons that are used in first-person shooter video games, correct? I don't really play first-person shooter video games. I have, but I believe there's a variety of guns, including shotguns, pistols. It resemb- there's guns in video games that resemble all guns. Isn't it true when you would hang out at, with Dominic Black, you'd play Call of Duty and other first-person shooter video games? Sometimes. And those are games in which you use weapons like AR-15s to pretty much shoot anybody who comes at you, correct? It's a video game where two players are playing together. I don't really understand the meaning of your question, to be honest. Isn't one of the things people do in these video games try and kill everyone else with your guns? Yeah, the video game, it's just a video game. It's not real life. <laughs> just a game. In other words, the young Rittenhouse possesses the skill of discernment 
something that is sorely lacking amongst the liberals in this country. Can't discern. It's true. If, you know, it's all about grouping, defaulting, stereotyping, and the gaslight that we're the ones that do that. That's what drives me crazy. Simply not true. Good for Rittenhouse. It sounds like the judge, the prosecution is not getting on the good side of the judge, shall we say. And it will be interesting to see how he instructs the jury, the the, uh, the judge, before they go back for deliberations and to render a verdict. It'll be interesting to see because it almost seems like, and I'm no legal expert here, uh, are you approaching mistrial? When you see a judge get that indignant, I start thinking, this guy's going to call the whole deal off. Now, he's pointing fingers and... I haven't kept uh, up with it 100%, but from what I could tell, the prosecution rested without even proving their case. So the defense just got a, a free pass to pretty much, hey, here's this, this, and that, and uh, everything you said was wrong, so let him go. Oh, man. it's. Uh, I mean, when you put one of the people that got shot, the only survivor that got shot on the stand, and he admits that he was trying to kill the kid. That's uh, just terrible. Terrible. I, you know. And, and now, of course, this, the nation's riveted on this deal, right, <clears throat> as we are. And we'll move on to some other... Oh, yeah, if you want a, a healthy dose of bad legal takes and misunderstandings of how the law works, just get on Twitter or Facebook and find anything with the name Rittenhouse in it and scroll through the comments. Yeah. Just see how stupid some people really are. It's mind-boggling. I agree with you. That kid ought to go to jail for going to play policeman, but that doesn't look like cold-blooded murder to me when he's running for his life before firing a shot. Give him three minutes of prison and a bus ticket home. That's from Jason on the ceasefire uh, text line. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Every November when I was in the military, we non-commissioned officers, NCOs, would put in 25 bucks. The senior NCOs would put in 50 for Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. Every married airman would receive a turkey with all the trimmings for Thanksgiving. For Christmas, they'd get a ham and all the trimmings. I received these my first three years of service as married airmen. I was proud to contribute to the NCO, to, as an NCO, excuse me, as those young airmen could get that benefit out for Mose. Appreciate that, Mose. Yeah, just good people who care, who've served their country, served their fellow Americans. We are very appreciative uh, of them. Gerard, I served a three day Facebook ban for using the phrase jabs in arms. Hmm. CJ in the Delta. I haven't heard that as being a violation of the standards. CJ, I'm not sure. Seems kind of weird. All it takes is some snowflake to That's report very you, and then you get reported. And very more true. than likely, you're not going to get checked by a human. You're just going to go through an algorithm, and it saw the word jab, which a bo- is violence. A bot, yeah. We'll take a break right here. We're coming back, and as soon as we do, it's foreigner tickets. Stay with us. Middays will return.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 73. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 59. For your Veterans Day, a 90% chance of rain, high near 73. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 69. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Here we go. The annual Bravo Broad Street Salamookies 3-in-1 gift card sale starts this Friday at dawn. Buy three gift cards and we give you one for free and we donate 10% of your purchase to your favorite Mississippi charity. Our 3-in-1 gift cards are good at all three of our restaurants. Start with a hot breakfast at Broad Street and Banner Hall. Have an amazing pizza lunch at Salamookies in Fondren and then wind down the day with drinks and appetizers at Bravo in Highland Village. This once-a-year sale starts Friday, so don't miss it. Buy three, get one free, 10% goes to charity. There is no limit. Buy as many as you wish. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk's smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. We have got some foreigner tickets for you. Here we go, Rhino. Oh, yeah. One of the best selling groups of all time, foreigners coming to the Bancorp South Arena this Saturday, November 13th. If you want to pick up some tickets, you can go to Ticketmaster.com or you can swing by the Bancorp South Arena box office. But now you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets for free. All you got to do is is be the 21st person to text into the ceasefire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Be the 21st person to text in with the phrase, cold as ice, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Foreigner at the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on Saturday, November 13th. There you go, cold as ice, the great Foreigner. All right, so... I guess uh, most folks know by now that this Let's Go Brandon chant has gotten lots of traction across these United States. I, I think being hatched at some of the football games this fall. But uh, I thought you might enjoy this. I found this a little humorous. Here's a kind of a montage of it. L-G-B. Let's go, Brandon Joe. Sounds like let's go, Brandon. I guess. All right. Let's go, Brandon. You got to share that one. It's awesome. Because, folks, you got to see the video to go along with it. (laughs) What it means, I don't know. (laughs) That's so good. I also promised a couple of days ago, I forgot to get back to it, that we would share with you Joe Biden's thoughts on the supply chain. This is from a, a, a press conference. Democratic Congresswoman Abigail Spamberger said of your presidency this week, nobody elected him to be FDR. They elected him to be normal and stop the chaos. How do you view your mandate after Tuesday's election losses for Democrats? And is she wrong? Well, Abigail's a friend. 
We had a long talk. She joked and said, and I have a picture. She said, I have a picture of Roosevelt hanging in my office, her office, okay? I don't intend to be anybody but Joe Biden. That's who I am. And what I'm trying to do is do the things that I ran on to do. And look, people out there are ordinary, hardworking Americans, are really, really been put through the ringer the last couple years, starting with COVID. COVID has disrupted almost every family one way or another, whether it's wearing a mask or losing a family member. You know, 750,000 plus Americans dead? 750,000. But, you know, people as best I can. Yeah. And by the way, you all write for a living. I haven't seen any one of you explain supply chain very well. No, no, I'm not being critical. I'm being deadly earnest. When your editor says, explain the supply chain. Okay? Lots of luck in your senior years, my coach used to say. So, he scolds the press. You can't explain supply chain. Dude, you're the president. What's the purpose of that statement, or that comment? It's dismissing that there's a problem. Get your butt into the stores. Oh, we had Walmart and folks in the White House, what, yesterday, day before? UPS, I think. What can we do about this supply chain thing? And it's like anything else in life. You want to solve a problem? If you are the problem, or you're the cause of it, the first step to devising an effective solution is to admit that. And you won't admit it. You won't admit that maybe there were some missteps and miscalculations in your policies which drove this supply chain problem. That's why we can't solve it. Work with the private sector to do so, but get the government out of the way and let them do it. We thank you so much for joining us today on Middays. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.